Hello, everyone. This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew, coming to you with another episode of the Founders Journal, my daily diary, where I make my most important moments, challenges, experiences from running a business public to the world. And hopefully uh, you learn a little bit something from it. Today, we talk about fandom. We talk about community. And we talk about what make them unique and where there's some overlap. Let's hop into it. All right, fandom community. What, what, what triggered this? What, what did you see? If did you participate? Did you see something? What, what's going on? Yeah. So first interaction this morning was I was on, I was scrolling through Twitter, and I usually take note of when there's a Twitter live because relative to the other social platforms, I don't notice nearly as many live videos on Twitter. But so there was one Twitter live video going, and it was Barstool's. I guess he's not he's not considered the CEO of Barstool's president, El Prez, David Portnoy. It was such an interesting interaction. So let me just paint a picture. I click on the Twitter live and something that Dave Portnoy has been doing since the beginning of COVID because there's a limited number of things he can do, i.e. content he can be creating when he has to be in his home. And so he decided that the new franchise that he would be creating for himself is a day trading franchise where basically every day he's taking some amount of his uh, $118 million in, um, in wealth, which he's made very clear on social platforms and puts it to work in the public markets. And so I go to the live video today and what you see is Dave Portnoy, El Prez, sitting at a table in what appears to be a, a large house. I don't know where it is. He's playing classic rock out of his iPhone. He's chomping on strawberries every three or four seconds. And he's just staring at his computer screen. You don't hear him interacting with any viewers. Yet you see 4.8 thousand people at 9.25 Eastern time concurrently watching Dave Portnoy stare at his screen and eat strawberries. And hundreds of people leaving comments and liking the video. There is no pure form of fandom than this. Fandom is where a personality, whether a single entity, a single person, real or fiction, builds a heart-loyal audience that is aspirational and wants to be like that single person or entity. Dave Portnoy is a personality who has fandom. Roger Federer or Tiger Woods are personalities who have built fandom. Mickey Mouse is a personality who has built fandom. And there is so much benefit to building fandom, so many ways that you can mobilize your fans to accrete value for you and your company, but there are also a lot of risks. And I wanna talk about that in a second, but first I wanna talk about the other experience I had that I think juxtaposes really well to fandom, and that is community. A little bit later in the day, I was doing some research on investing and investing communities. Um, it's something we've been thinking about a decent amount at Morning Brew. And one investing community that I'd always heard about from seeing Twitter accounts mention it, from having the founder of this community on Morning Brew's podcast, Business Casual, was the subreddit Wall Street Bets. Wall Street Bets I had heard of, I knew is a very rabid collection of people 
who just generally talked about investing and the stock market. Other than that, I knew nothing. I went to the subreddit for Wall Street Bets and scrolled for about 10 minutes. I don't know how to describe what I witnessed. N- name a post. Name one. Describe one of the posts. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to bring it up right now. It was some of the most irreverent. It, w- it was like Jerry Springer meets stocks. Uh, post number one says, fuck Warren Buffett. And the, the headline of a screenshot of a story from CNBC says, Robin Hood traders cash in on the market comeback that billionaire investors missed. And then the third post, which I don't honestly even know what it means, it says stonks only go up. The tag of the post says shit post. And then it is a almost like cartoon style, two images playing out a story. And the images are from some episode of SpongeBob. And then there's bubbles and it shows Tesla in a bubble. So I'm assuming that it's referring to Tesla or the stock market being in a bubble right now. This is community. At its core, it's about camaraderie and it's about many-to-many connection. I want to quickly tie that back to fandom. Fandom was about aspiration and it was about one-to-many connection. This is about many-many-to-connection and camaraderie. And as I scrolled through Wall Street Bets, it made me think about one, what are the characteristics that make really successful community? But also, it made very clear in my head the distinction between fandom and community and a risk that exists with community building and a risk that exists with personality and fandom building because these are risks you need to be cognizant of depending on what your strategy is as a business. So three characteristics that I saw executed so well with Wall Street Bets that I believe feed into it being such a good community. The first is that a high-quality community has its own language, like Spanish, like Latin, like any other language. It has a language that makes the community inaccessible, but once you are part of it and you know the language, it, it brings greater passion for the learning costs you've put in to have to learn that language. So whether it's stonks and me having no idea what stonks means, whether it is someone using the word autist, A-U-T-I-S-T-S, I have no idea what that means either. There's all of this language as I scroll through Wall Street Bets that I've never heard of. That is a core trait of quality community because you put in an investment, but once you've made that investment, it draws you closer to the other people who have made that investment as well in learning the language. The second, there are rules and there are rule enforcers. This is something that Reddit is known for, but specifically the Wall Street Bets community is known for. They are very organized in the rules that they set for this subreddit, and there are moderators who give a ton of their time for free to make sure the rules are enforced. And then the third, A great community is defined by the quality of its interaction rather than the quantity of its interaction. The good thing for Wall Street Bets is it gets both quality of interaction and quantity of interaction. And what I want to make clear is quality of interaction does not mean you're going to learn from it. It means that there is active engagement in a many-to-many format, which provides social validation and social proofing such that you want to come back tomorrow to the community because you feel like you were validated the previous day. So those are a few of the traits of great community. And what I want to finish with are two risks 
one related to fandom and one related to community that you should be thinking about as you build community or fandom into your business. The first with fandom. Fandom can expose you to risk if the fandom is contingent on an individual personality. What I mean by that is Dave Portnoy, using the example from before, is an individual person. If something happens to Dave, if there's controversy with Dave where he ends up having to leave Barstool, what happens to that audience? That audience has built deep affinity for Dave and Dave alone. You think about Nike or Adidas, who has individual athletes that have built up fandom with people who are fans of them. There is inherent risk in investing a ton of money and time into individuals where you are depending your investment on that individual, staying alive, staying relevant, staying out of trouble. And so what you see for a lot of companies who profit and invest in fandom is they they bundle fandom. They bundle personalities, whether it's Barstool Sports having 50 podcasts, whether it's Nike having endorsement deals with hundreds of athletes. If you bundle fandom, you have the opportunity to still be able to build up individual personalities, but diversifying them like any portfolio. Now, community. Community where you see increased risk is with scale. The beauty of community is the thing that makes it hard to scale. The beauty of community is intimacy, and the beauty of community is curation of the quality of members of that community. So by its nature, as you increase the size of the community, you let more people in. As you let more people in, a big risk and question becomes, how do you keep the quality of member, the quality of interaction as strong as when the community was at five people, now that it's at 5,000 people. And so as you're thinking about within your business, whether you want to lean more into fandom or community, I spent a lot of time thinking about these risks and steps you're taking to mitigate them. And you know, I would love to hear from you. What are a few examples of communities that you're a part of? What makes these communities so great? What do these communities do to invest in the community, but also to mitigate the risk of community? And then think about fandom. Who are you so aspirational to be like? Who are you a fanboy or fangirl of? No matter what they choose to create or sell, you are there to make the purchase. I would love to hear examples of these because as a digital age continues to evolve, the idea of fandom and digital communities is only going to become more pervasive. Shoot me an email at alex at morningbrew.com. Thank you for listening, and I'll catch you on tomorrow's Founders Journal. Have a good night. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.